Yo, 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 good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. The last Monday, Nashville of May, man. We finally made it, guys. We want to thank you guys for going all the way with us through this body mass index of coaching and mentorship, the season of coaching and mentorship in a black man throughout, again, this month of May. Nashville, we want to thank you. This is the Black Men Vent 2 Podcast. Good morning. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Jumbo. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And it's a it's a beautiful memorial uh holiday today. And man, I'm just uh I'm tickled to be off. I like being <laughs> off, man. You know, I get paid for being off and enjoying this weather, man. So you can't beat that, man. I'm sitting on my on my sun deck, man, my little homemade sun deck, man. So it's all good, man. And uh we doing this intro, man, this morning. But the thing I'm glad most happy about is just the the content and the and the guys we had on this past month talking about this coaching and mentorship thing because men have to understand, man, that we need somebody in our lives to help us along the way. And we all need to be coached and mentored. And what better way of presenting that than the way we were able to present it this month? To uh, Coach Upton, man, Coach yeah. Jacquees Upton, uh, we had David Woodard, yeah. we had the one and only J.B. Smiley Jr. that's uh, running for governor, and then we also had our good friend, Mr. Kenneth Stewart, yeah, um, the co-founder to Tennessee Aquatic Projects and uh, Diving with a Purpose. To all these four black gentlemen, man, we really do want to thank you guys yes. for being a part of the Black Men Vent 2 platform during this coaching and mentorship season. Yeah, man, them, them guys came on, man, and they all had different perspectives from different walks of life, man, but they were all impacted by somebody who stepped up and stepped into their lives, man, and helped them get to the destiny where they are right now, but not only that, put them in a position where they can prepare to be better. Even Mr. Stewart at his age, Mm -hmm. he's still, man, doing landmark type stuff, man, that, uh, you know, for his age, man, he's still active in that aquatic stuff, man, and then you're talking about Jacquees, man, out there with them with them young dudes, man, on the football field, man. And then Mr. Wooder talking about he's still impacting these young people, man. And uh and uh and uh and J- oh come on now. J B. Man, J B is uh hey man, he's he's breaking ground, man, in the po- in the political world where he's uh gonna be our governor one day. And when he becomes our governor but let me say this though, he can't be governor unless we vote. Yeah, he can't be governor of Nashville unless we vote, and then we all cannot reach our highest potential without support mm-hmm. of each other. And again, I just want to thank those four brothers for me personally because um, I reached out to all four of them in, in just my own way, and they had no problem with coming on our platform, allowing our audience to hear a black man vent today. So again, to those four brothers, man, me and my dad, we really want to thank you. Yeah. Nashville, we got a whole lot of stuff to uh, look forward to as yes. we get into the month of June. Uh, new season, Nashville, as you all know, uh, if it's your first time listening to the Black Man Vent 2 podcast, each and every month is dedicated to a new season, which is uh, dedicated to a new topic. We've done a lot of different topics over the past. And this next one in the month of June, Nashville, you are going to be sure to be in for a great season this month of June Pops. Yeah, I think it's going to be another season where we get a chance to encourage brothers, man, to be who you are, be who God called you to be, be the men that God has called you to be. And I'm looking forward to those conversations, man, because at the end of the day, my son says it all the time, and we really, really trying to do that, man. We really are trying to reframe and rebrand the black man one episode at a time. And each and every episode, again, Nashville, we ask that you guys would like the episode, share the episode, um, 
Give us a five-star rating on any social yeah. media platform or yes. podcast platform that you have. Little do you guys know that that helps us in sponsorships and in endorsements. You know, Nashville, we want to be heard all across the world. And the only way we can do that is with your help. So make sure you guys do that, Nashville. Uh, looking forward to July the 1st. That is our first vending event. The Nashville Black Market mm-hmm. Vending Event, Black Man Vent 2, has teamed up with them to produce merch and present merch, Nashville. We did hoodies and sweats about two or three months ago and they sold great they sold great and we want to thank you guys for supporting us yeah, through that yeah. we now have wristbands t-shirts keychains uh the list goes on and on nashville but july the first july the first nashville uh it will be the nashville black market vending event that friday at six o'clock p.m at the uh flea market the nashville flea market on rosa parks boulevard nashville if you need more information on that please tap into our social medias tap into our email uh just make sure you guys are checking that out and supporting us because man it's gonna be a heck of an event and then we just again are glad to be uh be a part of that event pops yeah, we are thankful, man, just to be trying to venture out in other ways, man, to just try to create some revenue, man, so that we can make this podcast better, man. We we wanna we want this thing to blow up, man, but it can't blow up without you, Nashville. So keep supporting us, keep telling people about us, man. If you see something, man, that we're not doing right, man, we'll take some constructive criticism, man. We're not above that, man, because at the end of the day, we want to be the best we can be. For Nashville, Tennessee, and also reach the world, man. You know, reach the world, Craig. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> Nashville, the Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship and a Black Man with our special guest. We're excited to have him on today's episode, uh, being Memorial Day. Nashville, again, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? It's your cookouts, man. Y'all y'all got the barbecue yes, sauce sir. around your face. Yeah, and, turn us up, man. And, and us man, up. Your, your spades cards going on and a whole lot of, whole lot of, whole lot of, you know, from our culture on today. So make sure y'all tap into the Black Man Vent 2 podcast, man, where y'all enjoying your time with your family, enjoying the time with your loved ones. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today after this sponsorship segment break? We'll get right into today's content on this Memorial Day. And just like that, Nashville, just like that, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys. Good morning again, man. Monday morning, Nashville, Memorial Day. Mm. Black Man Vent 2 Podcast, Nashville. Have you heard a Black Man Vent today, man? We are super, super excited for today's episode, The Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship and a Black Man with our special guest. And I'm personally excited to have my guest on today, man. Um, he's a good, good friend of mine. Um, all the way, our relationship stemmed from Cumberland University. Had a couple of classes together, and um, just from there, and uh, from me recording one of his game-winning shots uh, when he played um, played Cumberland, played at Cumberland, pretty much just kind of stemmed our relationship, man. And we just have been been tight, been boys ever since, man. And I'm just happy to have him on. Him being Mr. Jamonte Graham, Nashville. Let's hear about this brother on today. He was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. He grew up in East Nashville in the South Inglewood and Parkwood neighborhoods. He attended Goodlesville Middle School and was a star student athlete in football and basketball mm-hmm. and then continued his education at Father Ryan High School where he became an all-state player in both football and basketball. After finishing his high school career, he accepted a full ride, full ride scholarship to TSU, Tennessee State University, yeah, big blue. furthering his education as in athletics. Then, after his freshman year, he transferred to Columbia State Junior College, where he became 
a conference champion and making the all-tournament team, as well as making it to the Sweet 16 of the national tournament. After graduating from Columbia State with his associate's degree in 2015, he finished his last two years at Cumberland University, receiving his degree in sports management in 2017. After his college career ended, he got into coaching in 2018. Mm -hmm. Started off coaching sixth and seventh grade AAU teams with the Team Heavy program. He also started his high school coaching career at Lighthouse School from 2018 to 2019, where he won a MTAC state championship and NCSAA Division IV national championship. For the last three years, he's coached at his alma mater, Father Ryan High School, and he served as the assistant varsity coach as well as the head coach of the freshman team, where he had then won two championships in three years. Man, reading his bio in Nashville, the dude's a, win- a winner. Uh, that's that's, that's no, just no, how I'm looking at it. Too, man. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a winner. He got he got some hardware on his fingers, you know, so he's a winner. And uh, again, that's, we're just excited to have him on today's show. Black Man Ventu, Nashville. Good morning to you guys. Without further ado, presenting to some and introducing to others, my good friend, my good brother, Mr. Jamonte Graham. Big dog, how you doing this, man? man? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all, man. And hey, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Again, Nashville, the Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship and a Black Man Nashville. Have you heard of Black Man Ventu today, Pop? Yeah, Mr. Graham, man, I tell you what, it's just good to have you on, man. And uh, like my son said, I was listening to your bio also, man, and just thinking about it, man, this guy is a winner, man. So with that, you know, being coming from winning traditions, man, and a winning background, man, how are you going to be able to, or how do you, because you, you're the winner. So how did you, how were you able to instill that into these kids, man, to help them get to that plateau of winning the big game? Because, you know, a lot of times we go to the big game, yep. we don't win the don't big fly. game. So how were you able to instill that into them, man, to win the big one, man? What what did you do? What did you say? How did you motivate them? Man, I think, man, just motivating these kids is all about a choice. Mm. Do you want to be a winner? Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. It's all about a choice. Mm-hmm. You either be the winner or you mm-hmm. don't be the winner. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I, and to back that up, you got you to gotta work at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always I always taught my kids, man, put them in certain situations where you're either going to succeed or you're going to fail because mm-hmm. you got to fail in, in order to succeed. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I think these kids, man, and it's kind of a lost art, always put them in just challenging situations. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do in this situation? Because mm-hmm. these situations are going to happen. And you got to find a way to get out of that situation, man. So if you don't, if you don't practice it, which we practice it a lot, yeah, then it gets us ready for the big game. Mm-hmm. Yes, because practice is really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I put my kids in a lot of hard situations and practices. Yeah. And sometimes they may think I'm being, you know, mean or picky. Yeah. But I'm doing it for a reason to get yeah. y'all ready for the big game. Right. All right. So if I don't right. do that, then I'm feeling as my job as a coach to get you to that winning standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then also seeing it, seeing mm-hmm. it. Yes. I think. Um, my freshman team my first year Mm -hmm. i mean they were already pretty good Mm -hmm. really good team really good team Mm -hmm. but they had to see what winning looks like yes Mm -hmm. so our coach uh my varsity coach uh got us tickets to go see the memphis grizzlies play against the washington wizards Mm -hmm. an nba team Mm -hmm. all right this Mm -hmm. is where y'all want to get to let's Mm -hmm. see let's show let's show you what winning is about and they and the wizards won their game they won it handily they played Mm -hmm. a really good game but just letting the kids see how they play, how they communicate at the next level, at the next mm-hmm. level because that's where you want to go. And yeah. those guys are winners. I mean, it's a lot of guys that got drafted in the NBA that 
that won a lot. It's mm-hmm. not too many guys that you got drafted that didn't win. Yeah. So a lot of guys in the pros, they're winners. Yeah. So you got to see what a winner looks like as well. So yes. obviously with me being a coach, but I want them to see it from from another standpoint because sometimes it's, as teenagers and stuff, you know, they they may not think, oh, coach don't know what he's talking about a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's right. no, but when I go show you and, and, you, and, I'm, and you see the things that I'm talking about, on that court, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, I see what Coach talking about. So mm-hmm. I think that aspect of it it helps mm-hmm. a lot with with the winners part of it. So Man. I'm, I'm really I'm really appreciative of 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 being able to do that for those kids because yeah. I mean, you know, growing up, you know, sometimes I may not have that or other yeah. guys may not have that. So I had to go through it a lot. And when I became a winner, I always mm-hmm. wanted to continue to be a winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I seen mm-hmm. it with other you know NBA players like you know the Kobe's, the Lebrons, everybody yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like man, they they a winner. Look how that look how that looks. Look yeah, how that feels. Yeah. I want that same feeling. Yeah. So I, I I look at it like that. Hey man, mm-hmm. I'm just listening. Hey man, I'm, I'm a big sports fan. I play yeah. a lot of sports too. So you mm-hmm. went down, you down my lane now. Right, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what he want to talk about. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, 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 yeah really. Yeah, but nah, uh, for sure. on a serious <laughs> note, man, what you just said. I could go so many places with that, but what I want to yeah. hit, hit on is this one right here. You said this word right here. You got to put in the work, man. Mm-hmm. Work. Them guys you just named, LeBron's, the, the Kobe's, the, yep. the Kareem from my yep. day, Duncan, yep. you know, mm-hmm. them folks. They put in work when nobody wasn't looking. Right. They was in the gym, man, doing their thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Even definitely. the scriptures say this, that you, if you put in the work privately, you'll be rewarded openly. They don't say it like that. I'm just paraphrasing you right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's basically what it's saying. If you put in the work quietly, mm-hmm. then you'll be rewarded openly. Man, how can we get these kids to understand this, man? You got to put in the work. No, You said this too. Mm-hmm. No matter how talented you are, there's yep. a lot of talented people out there mm-hmm. that did not make the big game. Right. And that's because they didn't put in the work because yep. they thought that their talents would take them all the way. And they did not put in the work. You got to work. And I can't, you have I, to. I can almost yeah. get the gavel, you man, and to. bang it. You you know to. <laughs> and then to spin off from that, man, it's a lot of talent from Nashville mm-hmm. that could have made it, you know, to the NBA, man, but they just did not have their work ethic. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, Tay, man, is when you think about these kids, man, it's, it's a different era we in now, man, right. with, with social media and uh, a lot of stuff that's going on. How important in terms of the coach and in the role that you're in is the chemistry for these mm-hmm. kids. You know, mm-hmm. these kids coming from different mm-hmm. backgrounds. Yep. Some may have food on the table one day. Some may not have food on the table the next. You know, what? what is what is the way that you use your coaching and mentorship style to make sure that the chemistry is always kept on the team? Well, I'm big on relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I don't just talk to my kids about basketball. I talk about like life stuff. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whether school, yeah. whether what's going on at home or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want you to I want you to feel comfortable because I need to have that relationship in order to build that trust for for one, for for me wanting you to play on my team, and mm-hmm. for two, for you wanting to play for me. Exactly. So I gotta have yeah. that relationship uh, down pat. Yeah. And if I can have that, everything else gonna set up itself because once I get that relationship, they're gonna do whatever they want for you. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna yeah. ask you whatever. I'm gonna ask you a lot of things to do. Yeah. But if I don't have a relationship, you don't trust me. Yeah. Then you're not gonna want to do it. That's true. So if That's I true. always go to a relationship first, I want to yeah. get to know you. Mm-hmm. When I first meet a kid. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Mm-hmm. Shake your hand. I'm Coach Graham. Yeah, and yeah. I and we start from there. Yeah, and if I if I can get that down pack first, yeah. then everything else will come itself because not only I'm gonna get that one kid to do it, but once I get that one kid to do it, everybody's gonna start. Yeah, doing it. Mm-hmm. and then yeah. it ain't gonna just trigger down. It's not gonna mm-hmm. trigger down, and now it's gonna trigger down from me getting to know you now to him getting to know him mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. me coaching freshmen. I'm mm-hmm. getting all these different freshmen, different schools and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. we got to get that down pack first. Mm-hmm. If we don't get mm-hmm. that down pack first, they're not going to want to play with each other. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard to play with each mm-hmm. other. So mm-hmm. we get that down pack. Then I think I think everybody will, 
people and have a successful team or mm-hmm. whoever you want to whoever whatever you want to do you yeah. know what i'm saying and yeah i think it yeah. also starts with the leader too yeah mm-hmm. the leader the leader mm-hmm. gotta have that chemistry mm-hmm. and he gotta have that that confidence and not only himself but his teammates right and you got to go by it the right way yeah because i mean Very true. going back to me i played sports all my life mm-hmm. and it was rare it, it, not saying rare but it wasn't too many years that i wasn't the best player or one of the best players mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the year that i wasn't one of the best player i had to think like what am i willing to do to either to get to be that. the best mm-hmm. player or to have some type of role to help my team win yeah and i think i go back to columbia state mm-hmm. i love columbia state that was mm-hmm one of the best experiences of my life mm-hmm. but when I first got down there previously I was at Tennessee State mm-hmm. so I left Tennessee State and going down to Columbia I didn't know much about Columbia so mm-hmm. junior college in Columbia Tennessee is not too much stuff around there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was kind of down on myself because I'm like man I worked really hard to be a division one basketball player yeah. and then now having to go to a junior college it's kind of different mm-hmm. it's kind of like I kind of felt like I failed myself because mm-hmm. now I got to start all over. Yeah, I got to start yeah. all over, yeah. and I'm going and I'm going to a team that just went to the lead eight the year before, and they have all their main guy, a lot of their main guys coming yeah. back. Yeah. So now right. my role is going to be really different because mm-hmm. I don't know these guys, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, okay, now I got to start all over. What am I willing to do? And I, and, and it was hard for the first couple of weeks being down there. Yeah. It was hard yeah. because I felt like I shouldn't have been there. Yeah. I feel like I should have. I was there. I was where I needed to be at TSU. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after talking to, you know, a lot of people in my, in my circle, which is my grandmother and other uh, mm-hmm. family friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I kind of was like, hey, man, it's all in God's work. Yeah. God yeah. God is just, it's just, it's just adversity. He's mm-hmm. never going to put mm-hmm. anything on your plate that you can't handle. You, can't, you, can't, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So, so <laughs> when I looked at it like that, I'm like, okay, it's time yeah. to go to work. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I've only got one year at this school. So mm-hmm. I got to get to another school so mm-hmm. I can order to graduate and get my four year degree. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. I'd have, you know, stayed down and been all pouty, I don't know if I'd have been in a situation. We may not even be talking right talking. now. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So, so that aspect. So once I, you know, got that out of my head and just, and I said, I have to work. Mm-hmm. After work, mm-hmm. and I went from being, you know, one of the bottom guys to by the end of the year I was starting. Wow, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I just kept working. Yeah. I just kept working and right. believed in my and believed in the coach, and the coaches believed in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a shout out to Coach Penny Collins. He was my JUCO coach. A lot of people right. don't know he was mm-hmm. coaching at Columbia State before. You know, he got to the D1 rank. So right. wow, and he okay. he helped me. He helped me out a lot, and he's probably one of the reasons why I even started coaching. Yeah. So wow. just learning from him because he was a younger coach at the time, but he mm-hmm. knew how to win. Mm-hmm. He knew how to get you know have that chemistry with his team because we did a lot of stuff outside of basketball that mm-hmm. got the chemistry, like going out yeah. to eat, having mm-hmm. team bond, their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going to yeah. church together. Yeah. So like all that yeah. stuff played a part in mm-hmm. and us having a successful season because mm-hmm. ultimately we went to the national tournament. We mm-hmm. lost to the you know the, the the national champions, but mm-hmm. us us winning the conference championship when people didn't think we were going to mm-hmm. win, it didn't even go into the national tournament and even winning the game, went to the Sweet 16. A lot of people can't say that. Can't, and it's yeah. really hard to win in junior college basketball. Yeah. You have to be yeah. We have to be in the right system, yeah. on the right mm-hmm. team, in yeah, the right yeah. conference or whatever, because yeah. it's really hard, especially to get scholarships in that too. So yeah. Yeah, I was very definitely. fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Me winning yeah. got me scholarships. Yeah. You know, if you win, everything else will take care of itself. So, Most definitely. Yeah. Most you know. definitely. Hey man, I'm just listening to you talking what you said. You said that uh uh relationships was so important, man. Mm-hmm. And how you try to establish those relationships from day one. And man, just just understanding when you're going through adversity, when you have a relationship, that's part of your support system. Even if you're on a team, or, or even in life. Right. And I heard mm-hmm. you say that, man, that when you was going through that adversity at Columbia State, 
you fell back on your support system, man. Mm-hmm. So tell me this, going through adversity, how important is it to have a support team that's positive? Because mm-hmm. you know, you can have a right. team team, <laughs> team member that's supposedly your support team, right. but they negative. So how important is it to have positive feedback, man, when you're dealing with that adversity, man? Because you could have mm-hmm. had it, went the other way. Yep. Man, if I were you, I'd just come on back home. Right, you know, right, you know right. Mm-hmm. You didn't have, sound like you didn't mm-hmm. have that, man. So right. how important was that, man? Well, I think when I said, uh, going back to my grandmother, I think, you know, my grandmother just wants the best for me. Mm-hmm. She wanted me to go out there and be the best person I could be, whether mm-hmm. it's being a basketball player or yes, being sir. the best student or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So yes, off top, I had to go to her. Yeah. And then just talking to people that's been through my situation or that kind of had a similar situation. Mm-hmm. So going back to them and them just giving me positive feedback was very important to me because growing up, my grandmother worked at night. So she so mm-hmm. a lot of times. I had to, you know, go over people's houses, like whether it's my auntie house or a family friend house. She always mm-hmm. kept us around good people mm-hmm. that had our best interests. <laughs> so with those relationships, as I got older, I'm still mm-hmm. communicating with these people. Mm-hmm. And if I need something, need advice or anything like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to them. Those people I can go to mm-hmm. regardless. Even people till today, I can call them up right now. Yeah. They're going to give me positive feedback and I'm yeah. going to take that advice, and, you know, you know, run with it or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think just just having those good people around you and people yeah. that have the best interest in you because yeah. some people like you said can be shady oh my goodness they can man. tell you some oh information that you, that you may <laughs> think oh, oh man God. okay i need to listen to them. but oh at the end of the day goodness. it ain't the right information I, I, i'm pretty sure a lot of people have been through that i've been through that myself just mm-hmm. people saying this saying that mm-hmm. and then don't back up back Come it up on, you know what i'm saying and that's how you lose that's how you lose <laughs> trust in people you know what i'm saying yeah. So yeah, like my yeah, my circle yeah. is very very tight knit circle. So yeah. not a lot of people is in my circle like that. So because yeah. you know the trust factor and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I've been let down before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't like that feeling. So mm-hmm. you kind of keep that people around you that won't give you that same feeling. So. Mm-hmm. In those moments, man, where you you were let down, you know what what kept you grounded? Um, I just think you just, I only can control what I can control. Yeah. If people let yeah. me down, okay, that's on them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm a type of person. I don't want to let anybody down. Right. So if you let right. me down, that's gonna that, that's like, man, I don't know if I can talk to that person anymore. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I've struggled having to move on from, from certain people. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you gotta do what's best for you. You gotta yeah. do what's best for, you know, your sanity or yourself or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. I think stuff like that, I mean, I haven't had it happen too many times, mm-hmm. but the times I've mm-hmm. had happen, it's like, man, I just gotta move on, you know. You know, hopefully, you know, it's something that God is God's doing. Yeah. God God yeah. probably was like, hey, maybe this person needs to be in your life yeah. in order to better yourself. So mm-hmm. I just look at it like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard to look at it like that in the moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, in the I moment. Think, crazy, I think that's man. the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the moment, it's like, man, yeah. I know I want to be with you, but it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hard to deal with that in the moment. And then let's just be real, man. We, we black men. Yeah. So we carry our emotions differently. We had a lot of emotions differently, and that's kind of, you know, why me and my dad started this platform, man, so that that those emotions could be uh, 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 exposed. Right. You know what I'm saying? In a way that, um, you know, I guess uh, are comfortable in doing that, man. And and I just think, man, it's it's cool, man. Again, to have you on, bro, because you have touched. I feel like all facets of sports, right? To where you know, man, how coaching and mentorship really, really mm-hmm. the good and the bad. Right. You kind of know, mm-hmm. man. Kind of what 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 details in that? I did want to ask you this, man. Father Ryan High School for a lot of people in Nashville that don't know, you know, it. it would you say it's a predominantly white school? Yeah, it's will? a predominantly white Catholic school in mm-hmm. uh, South Nashville. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, if you're going towards, you know, 100 jokes, people right on the interstate, you can see it on the interstate to mm-hmm. your right. If right. you're going towards like the Franklin area, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, 
very very good school education wise mm-hmm. and sports is definitely on the rise mm-hmm. i mean it's definitely had success in the past but yeah. it's definitely back on the rise and yeah i tell everybody all the time that school changed my life yeah mm-hmm. i mean i didn't yeah. I, I don't know where i would be if i didn't go to that school right. I mean, at the time coming out of middle school um you know trying to go to a school a public school and the schools i was going to were mm-hmm. i was playing in rice creek mm-hmm. and i always wanted to go to rice creek because my whole family went there my, mm-hmm. my mom my uncle my auntie mm-hmm. my brother they all went there so mm-hmm. i wanted to go there but mm-hmm. at the time the basketball coach he had left mm-hmm. so it was like huh, do i really want to yeah. go there and then now yeah. it's like my family was more so big on education mm-hmm. so it was like where was the good. best school that's gonna you know allow me to excel in, in my uh, education yeah. so Looking at Father Ryan was a great option. I mean, going there, taking my my first two visits there and mm-hmm. really loving the campus, loving the school. I mean, obviously I had to, you know, get used to certain things like wearing a tie every day. Yeah, I mean, prior to yeah. that, I probably had never wore a tie. Right, I didn't right. even know how to tie a tie. Wow. Like yeah. on the first day of school, I had to ask somebody to tie a tie for me because I just didn't know how to tie it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. um, but yeah. you know, that school, I mean, it's a really good school. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, now, you know, they're trying to, you know, up the diverse a little bit over there, mm-hmm. which they which which there is a good go. was a good thing, you know, to try to accept you know people outside the Catholic community. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I love that school. I mean, just and then for them to have wanted me to come back over there and, and coach and mm-hmm. work on campus to, and to impact a lot of students over yeah, there, I was yeah. I was ready for that. I was mm-hmm. ready for that. I embraced that, mm-hmm. and you know, these last three years has really been good to me, and I just love doing it and, and love continue to do it. So that's good. That's man. Yeah, 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 that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Naturally, man, the elephant in the room, you know, with, with me uh, alluding mm-hmm. to Father Ryan right. is you're a black coach. Right. Right. You mm-hmm. know, at a predominantly white school. And uh, I was just interested, man, and, and just want to ask you, man, when you first got into the school, you know, mind you, that was that's, that's the school you previously went to. Right. But times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right? Mm-hmm. We're in a different world, man. Mm-hmm. What were some of the uh, apprehensions, some of the anxieties that you may have had uh, stepping back into that realm as a coach, you know, mm-hmm. as a mentor, right. but again, mm-hmm. knowing that your skin color is different mm-hmm. than the, the the a lot of the others right. that are in the mm-hmm. school, man. How did you kind of how did you kind of navigate through that? Uh, well, I think well, when I went back to the school, I had a lot of help from my varsity coach that mm-hmm. I played for. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean he helped me out a lot just being on campus and how to maneuver and other men on campus that I was uh, that I was there that was there when I was there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know, you have your times just thinking like I was doubting myself, like I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm, I'm I'm right for this job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also yeah. being young, mm-hmm. I mean yeah. you being young and then trying to step on the campus yeah. for 15, 16, 17 years, and I'm 24 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they gonna take me serious? Right, right, right. 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 And then also, like you said, right. the skin color. Yeah. All right. Are they gonna? Yeah. You know, we know we. I mean, we're not gonna sugarcoat yeah. it. All yeah. the other white kids or the the privileged kids are they be willing to listen to me exactly all right so i had a lot of you know a lot of doubts and a lot of questions going into that Mm -hmm. but i think like i said with people on campus that i previously was there with when i was in school helped me out a lot and it made the transition a lot easier Mm -hmm. for me a lot Mm -hmm. easier for me but it was times where it was like hmm, like maybe a little bit too much Mm -hmm. is this the right is this what i really want to do right Mm -hmm. but for, for for them to want me to come back to my old high school and for them to want me to you know, have an impact, have That's an imprint big. on them students. That's that big. was big for me that they thought about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was at another school before I went to Father Ryan. Right. So mm-hmm. for them to give me a call and say, yeah. Hey, we want you to work on campus and also be a coach. Yeah. I couldn't say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. say no. So yeah. just 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 having, like I said, those people on campus helped out a lot. Even to this day, like I mean, just call them. I can call them outside of school and talk and, mm-hmm. and ask for advice or anything like that because it's still new to me. I'm only 27, so I've only been there three years. So mm-hmm. I still got a lot of learning to do. Yeah. A lot of yeah. learning to do, but those people are helping me out a lot. Man, that's a lot. You know, the thing about growth in life, man, 
in order for us to grow sometime we had to get outside our comfort zone mm -hmm. man and yeah. for you to embrace yeah. that man that was big man because what's gonna happen is somewhere in your future man you're gonna be able to help somebody else that's going through those same challenges right man. Mm -hmm. and i heard you you know me and you was talking about this off mic but i don't and if i'm you know i don't want to tell your business i'm gonna say this though you were raised by your grandmother and i was raised with my grandmother and my auntie so my yeah. grandmother uh, hattie graham and my auntie Connie's mm -hmm. graham uh the two of the strongest women I know in my yeah. life and you know I owe, every, I owe everything to them I mean God rest my granny soul she when the time she was here I mean I learned a lot from her mm -hmm. just 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 for her to even have to start over because mm -hmm. she already had kids yeah mm -hmm. so for her to take me and my older brother and my I was one my brother was probably six at the time yeah so her having to start all over I can just imagine how hard it was for her and how much she had to sacrifice mm -hmm. and then my auntie's being you know a, a young adult at the time mm -hmm. and her stepping in with my granny to help raise us Man, and care big. for us and stuff like that, that was big. definitely big i mean yeah. i mean my auntie to this day she always claimed me as one of her so uh -huh. when she says she got you know oh i hope she's gonna be listening to this when she says she got people say oh you got four kids no she said i have five yeah so she always includes me and yeah, i always man. felt you know that love from her that she's gonna be there whatever mm -hmm. whenever i need her or anything like that mm -hmm. so i'm just really appreciative that you know god put you know those people on this earth in my life for mm -hmm. sure because yeah. without them two you wouldn't be seeing me today That's yeah, real, you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah they raised me and it just you know it was it, it was kind of tough because you go in this generation where you got women raising men mm -hmm. especially in our generation the way it kind of yeah. like turned and spent with mm -hmm. you know the, all the violence the gang violence yeah, the drugs mm -hmm. and stuff like that it, it, it easily could have caught up with me but yeah. having those two at home keep me grounded mm -hmm. was very very beneficial for sure so I, I mean it's crazy i told my i told my grandma before she passed like a couple years ago i was like thank you for you know, keeping me sheltered and and not allowing me to do certain things because you know, as a teenager, you know, and then not I know you as a dad, you know, you want to let you know your son want to come to you and like, hey, dad, I want to go do this, do that, and you like, nah, it may it may be harmless, but you just never know because the way this world is. So I thank her for I thank her for sure for that because now I understand why she did it. You understand? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you got older enough to understand why. Me and my son had some similar conversation about that man about understanding understanding why we did what we did mm -hmm. when we were small and you yeah. didn't understand what i'm what i'm like hearing is this though you are one of the one of the um uh what's the word i want to say you're not a part of the my majority you're part of the minority mm -hmm. because we we do know that it, it uh, a young man mm -hmm. should yeah ideal situation should have a man to raise him right. but you had two ladies that were strong but i heard you say this earlier but they knew how to get you around the right people mm -hmm. and yeah. keep you in the right situation. Yeah, so they definitely. weren't men, right. but they knew how to, a man mm -hmm. should be raised. Right. So big us, man, to your your grandmama and your, your, your aunt, man, because yeah. they did a magnificent job. And, and we said a lot, man, we not saying that women can't raise men, but it's a challenge, yeah. but you gotta mm -hmm. know how to do it. Yeah. And evidently mm -hmm. they knew how to do it because yes, it seemed like to me, you turned out all right. Oh yes sir, <laughs> for sure, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. shout out to them for sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's yeah, just man. it's interesting, man. Again, we 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 in a different time, man. Like we all have seen on the news here recently with with the shooting in Texas, you know, man, and just how that that has touched the lives of many, you know, black, white, blue, or purple, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of the parents that night, you know, when the news broke, looked at their children's bed mm -hmm. and know that they'll never see them. Mm -hmm. And that hit different. Right. You know what Jeez. I mean? Yeah, like, definitely, definitely. different, man. That kind of hurt, man. Yeah, you know, it, so it hurt, so man. with you being yeah. 
um a, a recently new father with, with you know my baby boy being on the way man how did that situation really really impact you i mean it make you live a little different make you think a little different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything you do now like i have to come home to my babies got to come on wow, every every yeah. decision that i make come on i gotta man. make sure yeah. i come home to my babies yeah, real, you know what i'm saying yeah, like you know I, you know you want to do certain stuff but it's like nah i need to get home with my babies mm-hmm. like at this point in my life that's how it is it's like man the, the the shooting is very unfortunate i'm getting tired of just you know seeing innocent people die for come no on, reason come on, bro. just going yeah. to school like mm-hmm. we can't go to school now no no. And you be and you and you wonder why a lot of people homeschool their kids or mm-hmm. want to for their kids to be online. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, some parents are like all oh, the kids need to be in school, socialize with other kids. But it's like stuff like this is happening. What 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 do you do it's, now? Yeah, what do you man. do? Mm-hmm. Well, how, how what do you want to do about that going into the future? Because that's what I'm thinking of. I'm like, yeah. do I do I want to even put my kids in daycare when yeah. they get a little older? Literally. Like because Literally. you just never know, and and it yeah. sucks that we have to think like that, but mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is because it's just Man. people in this world is just so cruel and evil, yeah. and evil yeah. and mean, yeah. and it's just yeah. like yeah. like wow, like what what's your motivation for that, man? It's like you taking Dude. away somebody's child, Dude. and they're just and they're they're, they're still new. You know, we yeah. talking about ten year olds is just yeah. in mm-hmm. the fourth grade, yeah. probably about to go to the fifth grade mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go to the next chapter in their lives. It's like mm-hmm. their parents can't see that happen, man. It's just it's Bro, just really unfortunate. One of the uh, unfortunate. one of the Golden State Warriors players uh said in the post game interview, it's sad that we live in a world mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you can get guns mm-hmm. quicker than you can get baby, baby form. Mm-hmm. I yeah, was man. like Wow, yeah, well, he man. said that I was like, it sounds crazy, but that's, that's true. true. It's very it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. You can go, you can go anywhere and go get a gun. You can mm-hmm. go to a sports academy right now. Mm-hmm. I take you thirty minutes to get a gun. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. Easy. So it's like whoever you know passed on these laws, they got to reevaluate themselves because there's a lot of stuff happening. There's yeah. no way eighteen year old kids should have two AK forty sevens with all these man. magnums and body armor and stuff. Come yeah. on, do all this like. That's unheard of. Yeah, I'm a type of person. I don't like weapons. I don't like guns. I'm yeah. not a type of person like guns, but it's like, do I need to go get one just to protect myself For and my family? family. Yeah, yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. I hope yeah. I, I hope I never have to use it, yeah. right. but yeah. I'm going to have yeah. it just in case. Right. But it's right. just crazy that stuff like that make you want to get that even more. And it's yeah. like, I, I, I grew up, you know, using our two hands if we want to you know, have a conversation or anything man. like that. That's it. People can't even do that nowadays. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Like, you like you gotta you know even like if I go play basketball somewhere and you know you may pick an argument mm. I may not even argue with the person because you yeah. just never know what may what you may happen know. you never know you how never that's know. gonna jump off man you mm-hmm. never know dude yeah so it's just you unfortunate that this whole situation is happening and stuff too, like yeah. that so man just me wanting to come home to my babies every day and just want to be around them and watch them grow like that's my whole motivation right now most yes, definitely 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 because I know how hard it was for me when my dad wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. So I want to be there every step away from my kids. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I don't want anybody to say, oh, he wasn't there or whatever. Like, no, I was there every step of the way and I'm going to continue to do that. So mm-hmm. for sure. Man, Black Man Event 2 definitely yeah. wants to send our condolences, man, yeah. to the uh, families in Texas during the shooting and uh, just sending our prayers out. Nashville, again, man, we want to thank you guys for joining us this Monday morning, the Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship and a Black Man with Coach Jamonte Graham. Right after this uh, segment break, we'll get right back into some venting and ask uh, Coach Graham a little bit more of some uh, questions in, in regards to the venting process. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man vent today? In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, Black Men Vent 2 wants to provide 
a small excerpt from a TED Talk episode led by North Central College former student Devante Sanders Funches. Devante was a student majoring in finance and minoring in social change leadership. His personal hobbies include writing songs, poetry, acting, and immersing himself into black culture. Devante also studies the many disparities African-Americans have faced in history in order to understand how to navigate the world we live in today. We do not own copyrights to the audio being played. Nashville again, please enjoy this next following segment break. Black Men Vent 2 honors Mental Health Awareness Month. Thank you. I was always taught to be strong in this world, told to never let my guard down because at any moment I could be attacked without a moment's notice that my skin made me a target. Skin that has persevered through many trials and tribulations from seeing my mama raped by landlords to my father being beaten and stripped of his manhood to my brothers and sisters being separated into jobs for this bigger system, my skin has always been under attack. Yet somehow we prevailed through it all, through all the lynchings, literacy tests, new Jim Crows, war on drugs, the gentrifications, police brutalities, food deserts, mass incarcerations. We survived and adapted and pushed to change because our very existence depended on it. Our very existence depends on this, this black strength. Strength that has carried us for decades, but is undermining an important aspect of our humanity and feeding in on itself. Being strong all the time took away our ability to speak about our weaknesses, our sadness, our mental illnesses. This silence is killing us. On top of that, we lack proper mental health care access and endure mistreatments by medical professionals who cannot relate to us in their practice. On top of that, we stigmatize mental illness to preserve this place of our strength, damaging ourselves and among black children observing a spike in suicide rates? Because they may feel that their place in heaven is way better than their place here today because when black life isn't valued enough for professional help, adequate housing, or even breathing, life here degrades in value in comparison to life after. Black bodies. Strong black souls are floating through the wind, seamlessly letting go. Strong black bodies are screaming for help, but suffering in silence and being socially and systematically being put on quiet. Black souls are strong, but we do need help when we do fall through the cracks. That is why I want you to know that you can patch things up with me. All right, we can kick it back like it was a drive through movie in the 1970s. We can get some help from people who actually understand us, refute our standards of stigmatizing mental illness, and fight against the structures that chronically misdiagnose what this really is. Fight against the racism that brings up our mental health issues and lowers our treatment options, bringing us one step closer to seeing no other option. 
I want us to see that we have a way to heal this wound that has been widening ever since day one with no means of contracting. I want us to know that the seed that we sow today is the harvest we reap tomorrow. And when we finally reap, we can find peace in these moments, noticing that the danger isn't gone, but we finally have a place where it feels like it is, the grounding of black bodies. Just like that, Nashville, just like that, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys again. Good morning, man. The Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship in a Black Man with Coach Jamonte Graham, man. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Coach Graham, man, we definitely wanted to um, ask you as we get into this second segment of our episode. You talked a lot on the first segment, man, about your uh, grandmother and about your aunt. And, um, you know, I just wanted to present this question to you man when you talk about uh your dad you know what was the impact whether his presence was there or not there what did that impact look like for you man as you went through these phases of life from tennessee state to columbia state to cumberland not really having that male voice behind you from from the from the genetic side for lack of words you know what 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 did that look like for you um it was tough you know uh you know growing up him not being there as much as I want him to be was very tough because it's like you do everything right mm-hmm. and you want to you know you do everything you want to kind of impress him mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because he was also a football player and played sports like that so you all you want to impress your dad yeah. at the end of the day yeah. but it's like yeah. if he's not wanting to be there it's like man what am I doing wrong like I'm asking questions to myself if I'm doing anything wrong but at the end of the day I'm just a kid mm-hmm. so for him not to be there it was really really hard and then it's just like going from Gillisville to to, to Father Ryan, to TSU and stuff like that. He didn't come to many games. And it's not like, I never, I'm the type of person, I really don't ask people for a lot of stuff, but I just wanted him to be there because I see everybody else dads there. Yeah, it's wow. like, he's like, can you make time for me? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously I have other siblings, so it's kind of, you know, it kind of sounded a little bit selfish, mm-hmm. but at times it's like, man, I want you to be there for me too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and what, what's, the, what's the hard thing about that? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't like, you know, hearing excuses after excuse after excuses. Like, man, just be there. Just, I'm not saying you gotta be there the whole time. Just, you know, half the time at least yeah. or something like that. So yeah. mm-hmm. it was rough not having, you know, him there and not want to see his child succeed in whatever I was doing mm-hmm. because I was having a lot of success in sports and in the classroom too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But him not being there just, I don't know. It just kind of sucked. So, yeah. but yeah. Uh, dealing with that, I just looked at the people that was there for me. Yeah, my grandmother, my auntie, mm-hmm. my older brother. My older brother played a really uh, big part in my life for sure because mm-hmm. he was like that father figure in the household, even though he was only a couple years older than me. Mm-hmm. But I just watched him go through a lot of stuff. Also, my uncle, my uncle. Mm-hmm. So my uncle and my brother, they both are both played in college. My mm-hmm. uncle played college basketball. My brother played college football. Mm-hmm. So just watching mm-hmm. them and how they, you know, handle certain situations or yeah. being successful and yeah. wanting to get that scholarship to go to the next level, I saw that and I wanted that. Yeah, I wanted yeah. that. I just had to just follow the blueprint that they laid out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. was it hard? Definitely was hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're trying to, you know, you know, live up to their standards because you ultimately want to be just as good as them as not, if not better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and, and one a funny thing, man, like in high school, 
like you know how you, you know you play football, play basketball, you do anything, and your name gets in the paper. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. sometimes you know you have mm-hmm. they may say a little article about you know the game, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they'll say, so say like I had a football game, I scored a touchdown, which mm-hmm. Monte Graham scored a touchdown, mm-hmm. but he's also the younger brother of former Vanderbilt star Jamie Graham. Mm-hmm. I love my brothers to death, but that eat that that ate at me a lot because I'm like wow. it ate at me wow. a lot because it's like. <laughs> Wow, I, I'm right. a, I appreciate y'all saying that and yeah. stuff like that. But in the day, it's like I have my own name. Like you want I'm, your own. I want my identity. own my own identity. I don't want everybody to think, oh, that's, that's just Jamie right. Graham's little brother. Right. Not saying that's a bad thing, but yeah. at certain times when I got older, it's like, man, like I am Jamonte Graham. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. Like he, what everything that he did, I want to be just like and want, to, if not, be better. So he he laid the blueprint and instilled everything in me as far as when it came to sports, and so is my uncle. But I wanted to be my own person because it happened yeah. to him too. Yeah. yeah. When he was in the paper, you know, uncle, a nephew of, you know, my mm-hmm. Odell Bradley, anything like that. Yeah. So he's like, it kind of aided him too. So uh-huh. it kind of just trickled down to, to me as well. Yeah. But I mean, it was motivation as well to be like, hey, I'm going to show them, like, hey, I'm Jamal I'm, I'm my own yeah. person. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. dealt with that a lot, you know, and with, with sports. But I mean, it helped me out a lot too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it helped me out. So, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, just, wanting to be just like them and mm-hmm. exceed their expectations that was the that was my motivation mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. saying i didn't want to go to college but i want to be better than them yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. that was the whole thing with me yeah did they did they live with you yeah um so at yeah, my uncle yeah early years my uncle did and my brother did but then my uncle you know ended up going up to college and he ended up playing mm-hmm. overseas so mm-hmm. and then my brother but i felt like my most important years more so like middle school going to high school even though he when I got to high school, he was kind of at the end of his college mm-hmm, career. Mm-hmm. But like that, like eighth grade through like 10th grade was kind of like where he wasn't there as much because he was in college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, so that was the years that kind of like, you know, I was kind of the man of the house with me and my granny. You know what I'm saying? And kind of just growing up and trying to find my way. And then him coming back from school and, mm-hmm. you know, giving me advice and stuff like that mm-hmm. to help me exceed and help me, mm-hmm. you know, get to where I wanted to get to. Because if I didn't have that, you know, that knowledge from him or anything like that, I don't know where I would have been at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, I wanted to get a scholarship because mm-hmm. I didn't want my granny to have to pay for college. Praise God. Man. Yeah. You know, yeah. college is, is oh, expensive. Bro, it's expensive. So <laughs> burn you, getting a scholarship was like, whoa, that was like the best thing. Like she she never had to pay for college for my uncle, my brother, or myself. Mm-hmm. So yes, kudos good. to my granny for sure. Yes. Yes, you know, and I was just thinking when you were saying it, because I've been listening and I'm listening for trying to find them male figures. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to see them. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. had them male figures in yeah. your life, mm-hmm. man. You had them positive male role yeah. because I was thinking. When your when your when your grandmother and your your auntie had when you had certain questions about like male stuff, mm-hmm. how did they address this? So, well, you know, they, they, you know, they, they helped out you know, like the male care. stuff mm-hmm. that we have a lot of questions yeah. about, mm-hmm. and we start asking questions. Yeah, I had to go. I had to go. To, I had to go to Uncle and my brother <laughs> for you sure. Go. Certain stuff was like, you know what? Let me go ask them for sure. So, uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was it's trying funny. to find like, where did he, where did he get them questions answered? Oh uh, yeah, no. and then also, like I said earlier, like you know, any of my coaches, I looked at them mm-hmm. as male influencers and mm-hmm. people I can go to, and even to this day, I pretty much still communicate with a lot of my coaches that I played for. Yeah. So just for them to be there for me too, and they knew, and they knew my situation, where I come from, and stuff like that, and so they could relate to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard for a child to have conversations with an adult, especially me at a young age, mm-hmm. but I was able to have some of those conversations man, with young yeah. too. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Good, yeah. Man. that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's big, man, because I, I I had the same same question that my dad had. Like, man, we 
boys naturally are adventurous in certain ways, you know. So we got certain questions and certain things that not necessarily a woman may be able to answer. So I know it was sometimes we was like, hey, um. I'm saying, what, what, what this do? Mm-hmm. What that do? <laughs> yeah, and another person I had in my life, man, Corey Phillips, man, shout out to him. Um, he um, he coached me at Father Ron, but he was also a family a family friend. Mm-hmm. And um, around like my junior year, he kind of really like took me in. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, my grandmother kind of realized, you know, he's getting older, getting to that 16, 17 year old stage. Mm-hmm. And these are the most important, you know, years coming up. Especially, you know, junior year of high school, that's like the most important year in your high school yeah. career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she wanted yeah. me to be somewhere where, you know, I can be truly focused and for him to, you know, kind of mm-hmm. take me in and kind of live with him and, you know, and be with him every day and see mm-hmm. how he operated as a male, you know, being a husband, raising his his or his son at an early age and mm-hmm. yeah. seeing all that, you know, kind of instilled in me as well. The same, mm-hmm. the same, like, you know, lifestyle things that he does, like as far as, you know, take care of his family and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I learned a lot from him. So shout man, out to Corey Phillips. For if, sure. you, if you could, man, go to each era that you were in from I think you went from Father Ryan to uh, Tennessee State, Tennessee mm-hmm. State to Columbia State, Columbia State to Cumberland. Yep. All four of those eras, man. Talk about each one of those cultures and just how each one of those cultures during those four or five uh, phases of your life, man, again, kind of have you where you at today. Um, yeah. So at Father Ryan, obviously, like I said, Corey Phillips, mm-hmm. he was the guy that, you know, helped me out a lot. I had another guy named Mr. Magnus that. Uh, uh, worked at the school and then also my basketball coach. Mm. Those three guys at Father Ryan helped me out a lot. Mm. And just being on campus with them and, you know, learning everything from them. And mm. th- and they were very supportive of me, not mm. only just basketball, with anything else. Yeah. Um, I can remember just, I can remember my granddad passing away. Mm. Uh, he passed away a week before my 18th birthday. Mm. And I was real down about it and stuff like that. And, mm. you know, come funeral time, you know, the, the the three guys that I just named they were all at the funeral, mm-hmm. and even and and, and also yeah. with my basketball team, my, my varsity coach felt like you know we're all a family and we can be yeah, supportive of each other. So the whole team came as well. So for him to do that for me, that right there is just like hey man, like this this guy really care about me not only for basketball but mm-hmm. and in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So those three guys though they did a really good job with me and Father Ryan just mm-hmm. you know getting me prepared for life after high school. Mm-hmm. So I think they did a really good job outside of my family, of yeah, course. Right, but, right, right. but those three guys for sure helped me out a lot. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking about uh, that Father Ryan thing, man. And, you know, again, you know, we we black men, yep. men. Mm-hmm. so when we think about Father Ryan, we like Father Ryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that, that's what everybody <laughs> thinks. They said they, they get that little look like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, man, yeah. but it's good that they embrace you and they embrace, because you said now they embracing more diversity. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do in this world, man. And you know, it's sad that we still live in a country and a culture that don't want to embrace the past because it, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to move to mm-hmm. the future without embracing the past. And that's right. what this country does not want to do yep. because of all the skeletons in the mm-hmm. closet. But if we open the door, man, and just face some of these skeletons, yep. then they'll turn to dust. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But that, we live in a country that they just won't, don't want to do that. And then when we when we start as a culture, right. start digging into our history and start finding out how powerful and how strong we really are and all the stuff that they've hid, then that causes us to be angry, man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So 
And I wish they, I wish they would just stop trying to down us, man, and just embrace us because we know what we are. Yeah. We know what we came mm -hmm. from, and it's starting to come out more and more each yeah. day. And we know that we're winners, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But they want to keep us well. in you the shadows. Won, you yeah. couldn't have won without me. Yeah. Right. They always try to take the jump. Yeah. 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 We were winners from the jump, man. Yeah. We didn't need you to mm -hmm. win. You, you, you hit a lot of stuff that made me think I couldn't win. Mm -hmm. But now it's starting to come. See, this one thing I learned. I'm gonna move on. You can't hide the truth, man. Nope. The nah. truth is gonna yeah. come out one way or the other, nah. man. You can you can suppress it. You can hold it that hold it down, but the truth is strong, man. Yeah. It always has a way of seeping out. Definitely. It always Definitely. has a way of seeping out. But I want to ask you this, man. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get your opinion on this, and maybe you can vent about it, or just give your opinion on it. Right. Now I'm gonna vent about it. Okay. <laughs> I have a problem, and somebody gonna say, ah, he, he old. <laughs> No, I have a problem. When 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 my son was growing up and playing ball, whatever, mm -hmm. both of them. Mm -hmm. Hey man, I, I put like this. I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna come up for my era. When I grew up and played ball, if you came in first place, you got a trophy. Right. I that's know great. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Woo -woo. yeah, that's fine. I know we second, you didn't get no trophy. No. Yeah. Third, you didn't get no trophy. Yeah. Fourth, you got talked about. Right. Fifth, oh yeah, you 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 didn't want to even come to the celebration. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's this thing, man? About everybody gotta have a trophy. What is that, man? I don't, I don't know. I man, mean, talk to I me, man. Know. Talk to know. me, man. I think I think people just want to make the, you know the, the losers feel a little bit special. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like you still lost at the end of the day. Like you didn't win, so you shouldn't be rewarded for that. You dude, know what I'm saying? So dude, I mean, that hurt uh, to me again. I'm just vent. Yeah, yeah. And no, I know no, no. this ain't even my vent session, but I'm vent. <laughs> so how do? You, but tell me this: Does that help or hurt, man? I think it hurts mm. because it shows like no matter no matter what you do or whatever you're gonna get rewarded mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be like that that's, that's it shouldn't be like that mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like that yeah. if you didn't win the big game or whatever to come first place then you don't get no kudos or nothing the only thing you get is a good job way to try you try hard mm -hmm. try try harder mm -hmm. yeah that's it yeah. yeah but other than that and all these trophies and all that yeah, no nah, man. man you don't yeah. you don't see in the finals that they get trophies for the to, for the opposing team where exactly. it was a final, or the super bowl exactly on, or the or the, or the exactly. ncaa championship yeah. nobody gets yeah. a second place trophy Come on, yes. man. you know what i'm saying only thing you might get yeah. is somebody individually making a team or something mm -hmm. but you're mm -hmm. not getting any any trophy for your team for losing it's it's instilling the wrong the wrong message into these kids man because Come i think on, i think it is important Check this out. I think it's important to learn how to win, but I also think it's important to learn how to lose. Oh yeah. My God. yeah. Yes. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Like, like yes. that's that's really, really important. Just, just since we all been shoot. Let me me, <laughs> me, me, me my little vent session, man. A lot of people know that um, you know, I'm a bowler, you know, big bowler, uh, you know yes, what sir. I'm saying? So that's that's something that's always been a passion yep. for me, man. And um at Crumbling, you know, I remember um there was one particular time at a tournament that I was in, I think we were in Pennsylvania or somewhere, man. And, um, you know, naturally each, even in college, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Each one of us got uh, medals, you know, for participating. Mm -hmm. But the school, I think, I can't remember the name of this school. They was cold too, I can't even remember. But um, the school naturally, they got this big, huge trophy with this big gold bowling ball. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they recognized everybody for just being a part of the tournament. Right. Man, I don't even know where that medal's at. <laughs> you know what nah, I'm saying? For real. Because yeah. naturally, bro, I'm looking at that gold bowling ball like, mm -hmm. wow. You yeah, know that's what that, yeah, that's what I wanted right there. I don't want, yeah, I don't want this medal. I can't find that medal to this day. Like I really don't even know where it's. Nah, for it's sure. Like, that's the thing, man. Because if they awarding you for coming in last place, 
then I have nothing to shoot for. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm good. I'm gonna get I'm just gonna get something. Yeah. I'm gonna get something. Right. So mm-hmm. I ain't gotta worry about it. But if you come in late, you're like, nah, man, I wanna be on that podium next right. year. Yeah, so that yeah. means I gotta put in the work. Mm-hmm. So there you go, man. That, yeah. That's all I have. No, for to sure. Do. For sure. For sure. We on the same page with that. Because them. see, you a winner. Yeah. And I just want to know, but you instilling that, that hey, wait. I'm in last play, we still can go to trouble. Nah, definitely <laughs> yeah, not. Right. Definitely not. Cause also, I mean, yeah, like you said, I've been I'm a winner, but I've lost a lot too. Yeah. So having to yeah. deal with just deal with that alone, it motivated me to want to win. So mm-hmm. you gotta go through losing in order to to succeed. I mean, Mike lost his first seven years before he Come won on, the championship. Yeah, you go. And on, I'm man. pretty sure he was thinking about winning every single year, trying to get there and trying to do whatever he could do to help his team win. And ultimately, that, that happened. So mm-hmm. you just got to keep working at it. Because if you got that mentality, like I'm going to get something, then you're not going to improve your game or improve yourself. So it, 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 it makes Thank these you, kids feel entitled. Yeah, you know yeah. I don't, I don't, that's a cuss word to me, man. Like you, 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 these kids have certain entitlements, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and if you feel like you're going to receive some type of recognition for losing, that's a problem to me. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, man? That's a problem to me because you're not going to win every single no, game. you're not going to win You're not going to go 82 and 0. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, that's just not going to happen, man. And I think it's important for uh, coaches like you and other coaches, man, to instill that into these kids that, you know, you will lose. You're going to You know, lose, like, life man. is going to show you that. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. You know I mean, saying? and then going through it, man, like, like start off coaching with the sixth grade and seventh grade, I wasn't, the, I wasn't really successful. Because we lost a lot, and also I was a young coach, so I was still learning a lot too. So learning, then, but I was losing at the same time. But that didn't deter my spirit because I knew if I keep working at it and working at it, eventually it's gonna turn around, it's gonna change. So just gotta keep working at it. That's all. That is something I wanted to ask you too, man. With with coaching the uh, the guys that you coach, a lot of times I know coaches can get into a interesting, what would I say, debate for lack of words with the kids' parents. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my baby, I feel like uh, uh, he deserved way more playing time, Coach Graham. Or, right. Or I, I, you took my baby out and he hit two threes and he ain't in foul trouble. What's mm-hmm. the problem? How do you how do you navigate if you've had those experiences mm-hmm. through that? Because I, growing up, I know my pops can attest to this, man. It, it was a couple of parents, man, that do some fighting. Oh, man. Yeah, you know yeah. Saying? They kid, mm-hmm. you done paid $100 for this yeah, jersey, yeah. $100 for these yeah, shoes. Yeah. This, that, and the third, man. So how did you, how did you essentially, if you've been through that, um, you know, navigate, like I said, in, in your in your coaching career? Well, unfortunately, I'm, I really haven't been through that because I've, I've just had really good kids that bought into the team instead of their self. That's you know what I'm saying? So it, it, I really haven't had it, so I really mm-hmm. can't answer that question. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I can I can say is that, you know, once I get these kids, like I said earlier, they're I'm trying to get them to buy into the team. Mm-hmm. And once we buy into the team, hey, individual success don't really matter. The yeah. team is what matters. Yeah. I tell the kids all the time, mm-hmm. when you score a bucket on the yeah. scoreboard, do it say your name too? It say no, it say home or guest or the team name. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you're doing, it. you're doing it for the team. Right. So, I mean, so a lot of, I mean, you probably, you know, a lot of people, I think what also, parents got to be honest with themselves about their their children, their Hello. kid. Hello. Like, if you know you're, like, you just got to be honest. Like, if my Hello. kid is yeah. not this good, yeah. then I need to just accept. And then it, you got two, oh, yeah. you got two options. Yeah. You just going to let it keep riding or you may, you may, you know, do something to help your kid but improve. Naturally, that's my baby. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm so, yeah. so, so you're gonna try that, to but, boost your But baby, you got to, but you got to be honest <laughs> with them. You just got to be honest with them because I can say it is. 
my family, they were definitely honest with me. If I'm not having a bad game, if I'm having a, a bad game, whatever, they're going to let me know. Yeah. They're not just going to shoot. It's like, oh, you get them next time. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially what they want to <laughs> yeah, say. Exactly. But they're going to let yeah, you know, exactly. like, hey, like you missed five free throws in this yeah. game. You should have made them. I mean, hey. <laughs> And it's, y'all lost by one point. You saw right. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you just stayed out of foul trouble, maybe you was on the court a little longer. Like it's no sugar court. Like yeah. even like now, like I, my my little cousin, more like a, more so my my little brother. He's a, he's like the he's the youngest you know grandchild. So he's coming up. You know, six. He just turned sixteen today. Happy okay. birthday, Cortez. Yeah. Word, word, and uh, word, and word. and for him, mm-hmm. he see he's seen all of us. So it's expectations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna be honest with him. Hey, if you're not playing good, you need to play a little bit better. If you're not yeah. playing hard, you play harder. Yeah. But at, at the same time, you know, we don't want to give him too much because he got to figure it out himself eventually. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As we can say everything he want to say, but he's going, he's the one that's going through the journey. Yeah, so he's got to figure that out eventually. Yeah. So yeah. we can keep wanting it for him, but he got to want it for himself. And once he want it for himself, everything will take care of him. Not saying he don't want it for himself, but he's still young. You know, like I said, he's only a sophomore. He got a lot of, I mean, he's only a, he's about to be a rising sophomore. So he has a lot of time to learn. But once he figured that part out, he's already really good. He's already, he's a six, three point guard at 16. So he's already really good. Once he get that, you know, I really, I really, yeah, yeah. He do, he do some stuff on the court. It's like, man, I wasn't even doing that. And so for him, like him dunking that as a freshman, it's like, man, I wasn't, I didn't get no dunk in the game. So nah, he, I tell, I tell him, I told him, you're going to be the best one, man. You just got to keep, you know, head on your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? And you got to listen. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you yeah. know any, you know anybody older than me or been through the situation I was born through, yeah. I listen. Wow. So Man. once you listen wow. and you learn, you learn from what people are telling you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Now you obviously you know the stuff, the, the good stuff to take with it, and yeah. the bad stuff you need to not listen to. But mm-hmm. once wow. you listen, hey, listening can take you a long way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because a lot of kids out here think they can, they know, they know it all, they know everything. Yeah. If you know everything, we, we you, always them. you should be in the pros or there's somebody mm-hmm. to be talking about you, whatever. So. Right. So if you just listen, man, that, that's a big key that kids can do. Just listen and yes, watch. Right. I mean, a lot of kids, like, they say they want to be basketball players or football players. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't watch the sport, though. Oh, like, yeah. you learn a lot just by watching it. student of the game, Because at the end of the day, I, obviously, yeah. I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. I, but I can't teach you everything. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. some stuff I'm not saying I, I don't want to, but it's right. some stuff you're going to have to learn on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes, as a coach, we only got this two-and-a-half-hour time like, mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Now, what you gonna do with the other twelve to fourteen? You gotta, you gotta do your homework. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, do your homework, do your research, yeah. and then just alluding to the listening thing, man. Old old folks used to tell me all the time: you got two ears and one mouth. Yep, there's a reason behind mm-hmm. it. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason behind it. No, for sure, for sure. There's a reason behind it, man. Yeah, man, that's a brand. You, hey, man. Dude, you, you touching on so much stuff. But this is what I want to hit on, man. My pastor said it all the time. I hope he listened to this one. But he said, we got to, as parents, you said it, mm-hmm. I got to be real with myself. Yep. Like when my son played ball, he know for a fact, I didn't make them play ball. Yeah. Neither one of them. Mm-hmm. But I told him this, if you start though, you finishing. Oh We're not God. starting and not finishing, yep. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I didn't make them play because I played, because I played all the sports, man. I wrestled, I played football, mm-hmm. but I did it all, man. I wasn't, I wasn't great at all of them, but right. I played them all right. to the point mm-hmm. where I, I was a competitor. Mm-hmm. So when I got out there, I competed. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't the dude on the bench. I was the dude like, you know I'm out here. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. man, no, dude, he tripping, but he mm-hmm. out here, you know what I'm saying? Man, to I piggyback, that dude, but to piggyback off that, man, I got a crazy story. So in high school, so my sophomore year, 
you know, coming off my freshman year, you know, I had a pretty good freshman year of basketball. So going into varsity, you know, you know, you know, you, you know, kids, you know, you have the big head thinking you're supposed to be here, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be there. So in the preseason, you know, we going through preseason. I, as a sophomore, I feel like I'm the best player on the team. Right. I'm the only sophomore on the team with a team full of seniors. Yeah. So I'm feel like I need to be starting. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not starting. So preseason we playing. I remember a day we were scrimmaging, and I hit. I hit a half court buzzer beater in the scrimmage. Uh-huh. But I was so down because I felt like the coach wasn't seeing me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I'm on the second team, and I just beat all the seniors. Like. What's why? Why am I not starting or anything like that? So we running suicides or whatever. So I don't know. A lot of people don't know. Like we ran, we ran twenty minutes suicide. You put twenty minutes on the clock. You run a suicide. Should take you about you know about. It really should take you like thirty to forty seconds to get a suicide. Then you know you get your you get your little twenty second rest in between. That's a minute. So we running them whatever. So we we almost finished. We like probably I probably like got five minutes left. But I'm so in my head. I'm so frustrated. Like man, like I ran a suicide. When I got to the line, I just walked right out the door. Didn't say no words, nothing like that. So when I got home, talking to my granny, I talked to her about why I did that. And to be honest, she she understood where I was coming from. But just like you said, you start something, you're going to finish something. Mm-hmm. So we're, we don't have any quitters in this family. That's it, man. So you're going to go That's back it. to your coach, apologize, you're going to yeah. get back on that team. Yeah, man. Even though I didn't want to do that at the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad she did because mm-hmm. if I didn't do that, I probably wouldn't have played ba- college kid. basketball. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so so for her to That's even so say that we don't have any quitters, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to go back, apologize to your coach, which I did. And I had to apologize to the seniors on the team, and they accepted me back, you know. Lo behold, I end up still playing, and we had a really good season. So, mm-hmm. but just, just, just on that aspect, like you, you can't quit. If you quit on something, just like you quit on something in life. Yeah, look, so and, you, that, and that's that mm-hmm. aspect. Like sports translates to life. Yeah, and that's yeah. how that translates yeah. to your life. Big ups again yeah. to Ralph, man. But I wanted to say this too about my pals. He says all the time. He says a lot of time in the sermon. We're gonna hit it right quick. He said, "Parents had to come to the reality yep. that if your child." can't run he can't hit mm-hmm. and he can't throw <laughs> he's not gonna be good in sports right get this child into something else mm-hmm. man it's more than just a mic and a ball out there yeah, man, for people to be successful definitely. in yep. so get this child into something else man so even saying it about like your 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 nephew that's coming up man he's got a lot of expectations mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. but if he don't meet them expectations man it's big for somebody like yourself to yeah. be there for him to yeah. say, hey, man, well, you didn't make to this, but guess what? You still you, though, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even with that, if he comes up tomorrow and said, I don't want to play basketball no more. I don't want, you know what I want to do? I want to do some creative writing. Mm-hmm. What would you say, man? I'm gonna support you if that's what you want to do, and that's sure. what you put your energy into. I'm gonna support you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even though you know I may want you to still play basketball, but it's ultimately what you want to do because it's your yes. life. So I'm going to support you 1,000. percent And then in mm-hmm. anything, man, you're you're competing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, me and you know pops, we joke about it, man. We don't care if we playing Uno. I'm gonna smack that draw four oh, card no, for on sure. You. So Reverse, <laughs> block, a skip, everything. I'm gonna slap that draw four card. I'm, I'm, I'm a competitor so, in everything. Hey, what's that, so what's that game, man? Where you play on? Uh, you trying to get all the, the the pieces in the circle, and then you get that move back eleven places. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. 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 Like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to compete, man. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's life, man. Yeah, you got to not only man. compete with others, but compete with yourself. No, yes. for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like yes, everybody yes. get the same twenty four, man, mm-hmm. and you got to compete every single hour. 
to make it to the next hour or the next day. Yep. Like you, you gotta do that, man. Yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed with the with my family, man. Like we competed everything. Like mm-hmm. it was nothing easy. Like if I'm gonna play basketball with my brother, he's not gonna let me win. What? I'm gonna have Come to figure on. it out. Come on. And the same way with yeah. my little my little brother, my little cousin, like yeah. I'm not gonna let you in. Exactly. You're gonna have to figure this out because exactly. I went through the same thing. So exactly. like I don't know what you expect or whatever. I remember exactly. times being younger, my brother, we playing video games. He's just smacking dog. I'm like, hey, I cannot win to a point I'm about to cry and everything yeah, because I wanna man. win so bad. Yeah. He over there laughing. <laughs> so it's just crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The last time I played my son in basketball, I won. Guess what? I ain't played him no more. Hey, I would have ended end up on the win. Because I, I know, I know mm-hmm. he'll beat me now, but yep. guess what? I ain't going there no more. Oh, yeah. I won when I could. Mm-hmm. You know nah, yeah, it's going gonna to get to a point yeah. where my little cousin, when he get older and he get to a point, like, I'm not going to play you no more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hey, man. Funny, man. Nashville, man, we want to thank you guys again for joining <laughs> us, man, on the Black Men Bit 2 podcast. Coach Graham, man, do me a favor, man. Give Nashville and anybody that's listening, man, all your social media tags um yes um instagram uh coach graham one coach and graham g-r-a-h-a-m one on instagram um on twitter i believe it's king um moxie one on uh twitter um, but i'm mainly on instagram mainly on instagram um not saying i'm a big social media guy but that's where you you find me if you want to you know my uh, social media uh, platform so yeah Done. Yes, sir. Nashville, man, it's been another great yeah, episode, yeah. man. Of the Black Man Event Two Podcast, yeah. man. Much love to my guy, Jamonte Graham, man, aka Tay. Yes, you know sir. I, I appreciate, appreciate you, big bro, yeah. man, for being a part of this platform. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nashville, man, it's been another great episode. Pop. Yeah, Mr. Graham, man, I, it's been a pleasure for me to meet you, man. Me and my son, we've met so many great men that have came on this platform, and we're looking forward, if any men out there listen, to getting more great men to come on this platform. But I want to say, man, I appreciate you my brother i appreciate your journey man that you're on right now i'm looking forward to greater things from you i'm looking forward to you being on the sideline with the with the grizzlies or the hawks man or the spurs or something like that (laughs) and when that happened dude i just ask you one favor just two tickets. I got you. Yeah, I got y'all. Y'all know what's up. I got you. I got you. Now, for sure, I really appreciate y'all, man. And I was very, very honored to be on this podcast. Yes, sir. Thank y'all so much. Appreciate you. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today, man? The Body Mass Index of Coaching and Mentorship in a Black Man with Coach Jamonte Graham. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can. And you can't do what you can't. Probably. Until next week, it's a wrap. Black Man, don't get trapped.